Welcome back, folks. Episode three of the Volta Volta Collective podcast. So today we're going to cover a topic that Brooks and I have been super excited to dive into. So getting the most out of your Volta Athletics experience. So we're on episode three. For the next uh, three to six episodes, we're going to kind of swing back and forth between uh, member of the month and then we'll have some topics. So this getting the most out of your Volt Athletics experience will be over the next three to six episodes. So it's a lot of material, but we're going to break it up into some nice digestible chunks. So what are we talking about today, Brooks? Uh, today we're going to kind of talk about um, just kind of the class experience, um, making the most out of your uh the best hour of your day. Hopefully this is the best hour of your day. Um, we'll be covering three keys for success, talking about the app a little bit, some other things that you guys can do to really dive into the program and again, kind of make the most, get the most out of your uh, gym experience. In the future, we're going to be covering a bunch of different topics from nutrition, supplements, recovery tactics, uh, different ways that this kind of applies to outdoor uh, adventures, uh, carryover, things like that. And then again, answering your guys' questions. So if you do have any uh, questions over these series, you can shoot us a text 406-595-7646. We'll be sure to get it answered in the next episode. So um, kind of diving right into today's first topic. Um, so let's say you've just joined the gym. Uh, first of all, congratulations. That's pretty much the hardest part, as we know, with any habit or new thing that we're um, that we kind of take on. Starting it is always the hardest part. So you got that out of the way, which is awesome. Um, one of the things that we think is really important we're going to kind of talk about which is kind of new to the gym within the last year is our new app sugar wad which is where we post all of our workouts and the athletes have the ability to view and track their workouts on an app um tim why would why should i use the app i guess what would be the benefit of using the app yeah Good question, right? Because I have a hundred apps on my phone, and <laughs> too many. <laughs> why would right? Why would I add one more? Uh, I'll take it from my perspective, because all of us are different, and we all kind of like track information in our lives. And apps do help with that, um, as long as they're useful. But um, one, when I started here, uh, I was in one place, and now. Gosh, three, four years later, I'm in mm -hmm. a way different place. I'm healthier. Luckily, I think I'm stronger. <laughs> but uh, I want to be able to track that. And I think for the bigger reason of, it's like um, if you see your baby grow every day, you may not notice all the little changes, but then when you go see your aunt and uncles that are a thousand miles away and they're like, wow, yeah. oh, you grew you're, so, you're so much. big. Yeah. <laughs> It's the little bitty changes you don't see that are really incremental and an app is just the easy way to track that. The other part, I think, or another part, especially in this time, the COVID days, is 
we don't get to interact the way we used to necessarily. And through the app, we do get some interaction there, you know, fist bumps, high fives. Elbow bumps. bumps. That's right. (laughs) Keep the distance. So it's nice to do that and just to see kind of where other people are. And even if I'm going to do the same workout as, um, you know, so uh, I'm going to do the 9 a.m. workout and I look at someone in the 6 a.m., let's just say it's Jason Linseth, and um, I look at what weight he uses and I think, okay, the last time he and I did this movement, this worked out well, and I... I can base something off of him to some degree. Mm-hmm. It's somewhat of a baseline that I can judge from, but um, it's all personalized. But that's the usefulness of the app for me, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, not necessarily that you should be comparing yourself to other people, but that is a benefit of kind of having a workout buddy or someone that you're not comparing yourself to in a negative way. But, yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to, you know, 6 a.m. for the most part, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., they're the first class of the day. So mm-hmm. every class from that comes in after that, they see that time, they're going to, you know, shoot to either kind of mirror them or beat them in some way, which is not a bad thing as long as you're yeah. using it, you know, to push yourself yeah. rather than kind of compare yourself and put yourself down. Yeah. Um, and that's going to take a while, especially for new people to kind of figure out, like, who's that person in the gym mm-hmm. that is kind of like right on their level where where they're at. Yeah. Um, which is another reason why it's good to, when you join the gym, to join with a friend. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say yeah. that. Always you drag in your friend. best friend. And it makes things way easier, not only like on a commitment level, but um, for sure like membership retention wise. I mean, mm-hmm. we see that all the time. Like people that join with a friend, they always stick it out. Yeah. Um, which kind of goes back to I think that we were talking about this kind of before we went before we went live um, was the oh, I lost my train of thought here um, talking about like membership retention uh, and any if if a member joins for let's say they they join they always if they can make it past that like four month mark, we have them. Mm-hmm. And those are members that we've had for years, years and years. Um, that two month to three month time frame is typically where people, we see them kind of fall off because um, a lot of times it's kind of boils down to results thing, right? They tried a new program. Um, people obviously expect results really quickly with anything they do because mm-hmm. we're very impatient people and we want it now, now, now. Um, however, that's something that, uh, tracking really does benefit you because a lot of times, just like you mentioned earlier with when someone, maybe they're slowly, slowly losing weight, or let's Mm -hmm. say you weigh yourself the first day you come in the gym, two months later, you weigh the same. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh, this is frustrating. I'm not losing weight. What am I doing wrong? What's, you know, this this doesn't work. Obviously, mm-hmm. this doesn't work. Well, that's not necessarily true because you probably put on a little bit of muscle mass mm-hmm. and you probably are have less body fat now. So your weight might look the same on the scale. Yeah. However, if I didn't see you in two or three months, I guarantee you I would notice a difference. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things where you look at yourself, you analyze yourself every day when you get up and you look in the mirror, 
you don't really see those changes, but a lot of other people do. Yeah. And why using the app is so important is because those we have that data and that's that's we can look at that and know that we are getting better. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at what I did on day one. I used, you know, three black bands <laughs> and now I'm only using one green band yeah. or one red band when I do push ups. So it's kind of a good way to just see that you're getting the results that you signed up for. Um, without that data, a lot of times it's really hard to, you know, well, am I getting better? Well, I don't know. Are you yeah. tracking your workouts? If you're not, then I can't really help you. <laughs> yeah, it definitely lends to that, the scientific method of things, which um, is what we do is really based on that, where I do something, I measure it, I repeat it, and then I see what the difference is, and that's, um, yep. you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of benefit to taking that approach. But so if someone comes in and says to you, Brooks, I'm, I'm really just trying to, like, I just want to come in and, and um, have fun, or what's your approach when a new member walks in and, and um, wants to work out here? What are the things you're looking for from a, a new member? What are the things? Is this someone that hasn't tried it before? Uh, yes. Let's just take a bare bones. I've never tried. I've never done CrossFit. I've never done high intensity interval training of any sort. What are the things as a coach that you're like, okay, I need to know these things? Uh, that's a tough question. <laughs> that was not on my list of questions. <laughs> no. that we had you went off it. the script. <laughs> Um, I mean, first of all, if there are people listening that have not tried it uh, and you're kind of curious as to what we do within the hour, um, each class is led by a coach uh, and we're going to include warm-up, strength or conditioning, sometimes both, sometimes just one, and then we'll get into some recovery stuff afterwards. Uh, Every day is a little bit different, different movements. Um, different rep schemes, different time frames, um, and that's kind of that's all included with the one hour, obviously. So, kind of personal training in a group environment, but it's a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't really answer your question. <laughs> Let's get Done. there, though. So, what am I looking for when when somebody comes in? This wasn't a trick question either. I wasn't trying to throw you off. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes here. It's a mess. Um, I would say, you know, be be open to trying new things and pushing yourself. I think probably the biggest mistake that I see people make when they come in is they just assume that everything they're doing is wrong. Hmm. So they, they just assume that, you know, I'll maybe teach them something. They do a few and they're like, oh, no, no, that, that was wrong. That was that was bad. You know, and like, no, that was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Don't just assume that everything you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you obviously need to be start getting comfortable with pushing yourself a little bit. Uh, the only way you're going to make progress is if you kind of start trying to do new things and be okay with failing. Failing is yeah. okay. Failing is freaking cool. Super okay. I stand by that. I mean, that's how people, you're not going to, make any progress in anything you do in life unless you're down with failure mm-hmm. agreed <laughs> um does that answer your question yeah <laughs> yeah is uh so we 
before we talked oh yeah no that yeah that was a whip yep and then obviously the other thing being um communication with the coach coaches is probably Mm -hmm. the number one thing that i would look at if somebody comes in that we cannot hammer enough is communication i don't know if you want to touch on that a little bit but just the importance of yeah i was just thinking as you're talking about that um like the things that i would communicate to my coach about you know which could be a number of things depending on the relationship because this is a community and we all have relationships um but that could be like hey i was surfing over the weekend and i took a, a hard you know bonk and i got an injury this might not be super hot for this workout and it's yeah it's hard not to get into a rabbit hole with some of these things <laughs> yeah. but, um communicating injuries or life changes too like man I'm in the midst of COVID. I'm homeschooling three kids. I haven't slept more than five hours a night in mm-hmm. the last week. And I'm pregnant. And I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just tack on all yeah. the things. You know, it could be it could be really drastic changes. And as a coach, I definitely want to hear that. And it, you know, it like brings me closer to my athletes when they come in and they're like, hey, I am wrecked today. Mm-hmm. What do you got for me? Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Cause it's, it's the long game, you yeah. know, what's 30 years look like. So pretty much any change that's going on that may, you know, it's maybe pertinent to the, uh, the workout, but anything else you can think of? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, you pretty much nailed it. I mean, any, anything that's going on, you know, communicating that with the coaches is super important with any coach. Um, like you said, whether it's a life change or maybe it's just kind of a little, bruise or bump or injury that just isn't quite feeling right um just tell a coach that you know and that way we don't have to run around and we're like hey why aren't you getting below parallel on your squat and you're like well i was skiing over the weekend and i ran into a tree and my leg hurts and it's like well that would have been something that would have been nice to know before i came over and yelled at you yeah. so i'm glad you're still here yeah and and not that we need to know about every little you know, that you stubbed your toe on the couch last mm-hmm. night or something like that. But if it's something that's going to affect anything in here, probably worth mentioning it. Yeah. Um, that's why our coaches are here. It's not like you're just showing up to one hour class and doing your own thing and no one's paying attention to you. So, yeah. Um, so we'll kind of get into our next kind of topic, which is the, the one hour class before, during, and after, and some things that you can do to kind of um, speed up your results and or make the most out of your one hour that you are here. Um, let's talk about beforehand. And this is actually a question that I get quite a bit. Um, let's say, okay, Coach Tim, I'm, I'm 10 minutes early today. I got my shoes on, my wrist wraps, knee sleeves, headband, ankle ankle weights, you know, I got all my belt on, I got all my accessories on, I'm ready to go. And there's 10 minutes till class starts. What do I do? And you see this happen a lot where mm-hmm. people are standing around talking, which is fine. I mean, I yeah. know people like to catch up and that's great. Um, I would say one of the best, most simple approaches to this is, uh, class hasn't started yet. Hey Tim, let's go jump on the bike or the rower and let's just row for 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we'll, t- we'll talk at a conversational pace get a super good sweat going, 
that is, you know, or go on a run, you know, mm-hmm. do our one mile route, obviously not when it's cold out, but yeah. um, that like 10 to 15 kind of long, slow distance prior to anything is always going to prime you even better for the workout. And obviously it's kind of seen as additional conditioning, which mm-hmm. we could all use more of. Yeah. Um, cardiovascular health is, you know, kind of the most important piece of the puzzle a lot of times and what most people are going to struggle with getting into these workouts. So I do think that something as simple as that bike, row, ski, run for 10 minutes, and then maybe do a couple stretches as class starts. That's mm-hmm. kind of the most, that's what I would say. Do you have anything to add on that? Yeah, really. Like, um, the other thing I was thinking is injury or maybe not an injury, but, um, it takes for some of us, it takes us longer depending on what we're doing that day. It takes us longer to be ready to overhead squat maybe, or, um, do some movement. And maybe you've got some really specific things that you know helps you. Yep. That's always really nice to just have some time to prime it, get warm and sweaty, and then maybe just go through a little bit of that yep. specific. That'd be like general warm up, then specific warm up mm-hmm. for you personally. But which, if I had it my way, we'd have about another ten minutes for warm ups every day. Mm-hmm. I know that's not realistic doing like a twenty-five to thirty-minute warm up, but um, yeah, that stuff's super important. If you know that you have, let's say, you're super tight in the hips or your thoracic spine or you know your your wrists or forearms are really tight that's would be a time where get sweaty try to make some change in that prior to class starting and that way you know you're ready to go do not worry about tiring yourself out for the workout oh i want to get a good time that's a really short-sighted approach um come in make the most out of it every day Mm -hmm. yeah so um during class, I guess we kind of talked about during that one hour, the importance of communication. Um, listening is a hard one for a lot <laughs> of people. <laughs> listening and reading. Um, if you haven't noticed, we have all these awesome new chalkboard signs that one of our members, uh, now nutrition coach Don McMaster, has done for us. Yeah. Um, covering nutrition topics, additional programs, how to get signed up for the app. We have a recipe board, all that stuff. Look around and read some of this stuff when your coaches are at the whiteboard. Uh, I I do understand that when you do this long enough, it's like, you know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to do. You know the movements. Oh, coach, just let me at it. I'm so uh-huh. pumped, you know. But a lot of times coaches will have some fun information that might help you do a little bit better in the workout. Mm-hmm. Or get more out of it. So yeah. I would say that stuff's pretty simple. Just kind of pay attention and, and be present. But um, after the workout, this is something we talked about earlier too before we kind of went onto the podcast. Uh, let's say you showed up to the 4.30 p.m. class and there's that kind of 30-minute window before our next class starts. Um, what would you recommend doing? What are some... I'll set you up for this one. Yeah. What are some apps that more apps that you can download yeah. that would really benefit you post workout in that recovery cooldown? Yeah. Uh, so three apps to start on that part. Um, GoWad. Mm-hmm. I think it's Mo- GoWad Mobility. Uh, Romwad, which is a decent one, and then um, 
Mobility Wad, which is uh, the, probably the third one. That, I'm sure there's more out there, but those are probably my oh, top three. And there's three. Movement Vault. Oh, yeah. yeah Movement Vault is good, too. A lot of them. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, I, the one I've used uh, is Mobility Wad from Kelly Sturette. And I wouldn't say it's a, it's a good... It's a good app. It lines it uh, lines mobility pieces out by movement. So if you if you're like, well, I want to be more mobile for these movements, it's really good for that. Although I think you talked about is it GoWad or Ramwad that has the assessment? Yeah, I I really like GoWad. Um, actually, during the quarantine, my wife and I downloaded GoWad, and you have your own profile it takes you through kind of like an assessment Mm -hmm. um, and it'll, it'll spit out like kind of a graph on where you're, you know, super flexible, super mobile versus like, man, you suck and you need to work on your thoracic spine here. (laughs) And it'll kind of give you percentages. And then what you can do is you can pick like recovery tactics or, you know, workout preparation, which would be something you could do prior to your, workout um and you can actually then it'll kind of pinpoint areas you're weak and it'll spit out like a video that you can follow along with that's specific to you oh nice um wow which is super cool because then it's kind of like a personalized app i think it's only like seven dollars a month or something like that which is really not bad um considering it's like a little pocket coach Mm -hmm. pretty much um but yeah i think that those Post workout, I mean, you can pick the time frame on a lot of these apps too, where it's like, hey, I got 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, I'm I want to loosen up this, this, and this. I mean, they're super easy to use apps, super user friendly, and you can get kind of a personalized cool down that really, really, really helps when you are warm and sweaty post workout. Mm-hmm. You can make some serious changes with your mobility. So definitely, I would look at those apps if I were you guys and and check them out. Um, anything else on the, on the cool down topic? Probably I, consistency was the other thing I was thinking about. And I thought about it on the other end of the spectrum during, uh, not during quarantine, but like, um, probably nine months before that, a year before that, every, every morning I was doing the same routine from the app that I use. And it was just get up and move a little bit mm-hmm. and throughout the day. Who'd have thought I moved better? I felt better yeah. just doing that in the morning. So consistency, I think no matter what it is, it's going to pay off. Yeah. <clears throat> was that the Zoom the Zoom call, Zoom meeting we did during quarantine? Kind yeah. Of just like a yeah, get up and move type. Yep. Yeah. That, that was awesome. Hips, man. Mm-hmm. Love working on the hips. Yeah. And we sit so much that hips get tight and we yep. they get icky. So that helped me a lot. Yep. So I guess you mentioned consistency. We'll kind of move into our next yeah. next bit here. Um, three, Tim and I kind of laid out three keys for success. So three um, things that we think are kind of the most important pieces of the puzzle. Uh, and we'll kind of well, the first one we'll we'll look at is consistency. Pretty obvious. Um, with anything that we do in life. It's super hard to make any sort of progress unless we're consistent with it. What would you recommend for, as far as consistency-wise, obviously that means just coming to the gym, working out consistently instead of 
one day this week and maybe three days the next, and it's kind of off and on. Yeah. It is challenging. I'll totally admit that it's challenging for all of us. However, uh, I'm going to use an example. Um, My girlfriend has a calendar, and she schedules in throughout the week when she's going to go to the gym, Mm -hmm. which I admire. I don't do that, and I should, because she is then consistent. Not that she doesn't deviate from that, but she has it in her calendar, so I think it's much more likely that it's, you know, when it's lined out like that in ink, well, this is when I go. I don't schedule anything else. Um, I don't pack more into my day. So coming at worst, I think if you came three days a week, you would see noticeable change with a rest day in between there. Um, If you came five days a week, like five on, one off, depending on your schedule, you are going to see marked change in a pretty rapid um, time period too so yeah my my dad always says that because he's been doing this for oh my gosh like 10 11 years now that the difference between three days a week and four days a week is a game changer mm-hmm. i do agree yeah. i think if you can i think if you can get that fourth day it makes a big difference yeah um but yeah i mean to to touch on kind of what you mentioned um about kind of setting a schedule early on when, when we first opened the gym I actually would kind of encourage people um, to like listen to your body you know let's w- work out today and then wake up tomorrow kind of see how you're feeling and if you're really really beat up and sore like take a rest day mm-hmm. and then when you feel better come in but what I kind of noticed started happening is people were like <laughs> well I'm still sore like four or five days <laughs> later and then they only work out one day that week um my soreness never goes away. Yeah, obviously the first two three weeks at the gym are not going to be the most exciting thing in the world, and you're going to be super, super sore. But now I kind of have been encouraging new members, especially um, on the topic of consistency, like set a schedule, mm-hmm. like you said, um, and not obviously not everybody has the ability to do this based on their lifestyle and their schedule. But if possible, I would say. You know, if you're on a lot of times, people that do four days a week are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, folks. Yeah. So set a schedule and you work out on these days, no questions asked, no excuses. It's like brushing your teeth. You wake up and you do it. Yeah. And that's just part of what you do. It doesn't matter how you feel, you know, mm-hmm. get to the gym and do something, um, which I guess. Well, we'll kind of get into that later. I don't want to jump ahead, but yeah, yeah. I mean, th- just set a schedule and stick with it. It's the, it's the easiest way. That way, you're not like you don't have the internal battle with yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, well, am I going to work out today? Well, I don't know. Maybe you have a long day at work, and then you get off. You're tired. You're like, well, man, pizza and, and a couple beers sounds way better than working out. So I'll just do that mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. Um. So set a schedule. Consistency is key. Um. Our next uh, number two of our keys for success is intensity. My favorite, my favorite one, intensity. Um, I will just start by saying that this is an extremely important piece, especially when it comes to getting results and getting them wicked fast, <laughs> getting the most out of every workout. Um, and this kind of goes 
ties back into like you know crossfit methodology if you will i don't know if we're allowed to mention mention that word yeah (laughs) but so the the kind of catchphrase that you hear all the time is uh constantly varied functional movement performed at high intensity however i am in agreement with i've heard a lot of people say this that you can get results at there's a lot of different exercise programs out there Mm -hmm. super good programs that people get a lot of different results the one common denominator there is intensity if you do anything with intensity you're probably going to get a lot better at it Mm -hmm. so um there's the my i would say i'm not going to call it a pet peeve but one thing that i do notice or have noticed over the years is there'll be people that come in and it's like they're having a rough day and it's just like oh i'm like how you doing i'm i'm here i'm i showed Mm -hmm. up i'm here that's good enough you know, and I understand that we get, you know, lack of sleep, work gets to you, maybe your nutrition wasn't great that day, whatever. But my kind of theory with everything is if you're going to be somewhere, like be there, mm-hmm. be present, be all in. Maybe you can't even give, you know, your 100% today looks different than it did yesterday, but give what you can. Give the most that you can and get the most out of it. You're not going to be in tip top shape every day. Um, bring the intensity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you want to kind of hit on maybe um, other than just being present, being there, bringing intensity into that one hour, um, there's also, I mean, for a lot of people that might be like a disclaimer, um, you know, where they're letting you know as a coach, which is great, like communicating with you, mm-hmm. hey, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. But if you if you are feeling that beat up and that down and that just like you're mentally, you're just like about on the verge of breakdown. What, what would be another option if I feel like I actually cannot bring the intensity today? Like you talked about earlier. Okay. I just, you know, I have this nagging injury. I've been homeschooling my kids. I only slept an hour last night and you know, I'm considering cracking open a, cocktail at 9am just to yeah just to get through this day if that's where you're at like what what would be maybe something you should do instead yeah which is super fair too because we all have those days i have them you have them you know Mm -hmm. like they're inevitable because our consistency is gonna is gonna sway periodically and um life happens life totally happens and the the better option than and this is me kind of thinking out loud and speaking for myself but if I come and I move and just move and do something or like even go out and rake my yard or do some type of physical activity at a at a very relative maybe low intensity I always feel better mm-hmm. I get out of my headspace yep. I can come back in and focus harder on things so a little endorphin rush yeah totally <laughs> so performance care is a segment that we just added to Sugar Wadden. So you'll see that uh, every day and then week to week uh, that changes. And that's just like low intensity or lower intensity. Um, Maybe some tempo stuff, um, more strict strength stuff that's just gonna get you warm and sweaty, move and get, you know, gain a little bit of strength if anything out of it, but it's the better option than just sitting around um, that I've found to be quite honest. So something to look for in sugar wad and 
um, gosh, while you were talking about intensity, I was thinking about those days that like, maybe I don't want to come to the gym because I'm like, I'm tired and mm. yeah, you got every excuse in the book. I totally. And yeah. I'm there. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not guilty of that, but there might just be somebody else in the gym that's looking for you to show up and that's why they showed up or yeah. if that makes sense like they showed up because they're like well this person's probably going to be there or this person's going to show up and there's that accountability piece but you might just be the catalyst for someone else to show up and just give what you got yeah and just that that intensity level is going to be relative every day so I think earlier you talked about 200 pounds is 200 pounds. Right. You know, and today I might lift it and think it's easy. And next week I might struggle to do yeah. it once. So, Which is not even necessarily a failure. It's just, it's just where your body's at yeah. this day. But yeah, that's, and that's what I really like about the performance care thing that you started doing on, on sugar wad, because it kind of, it allows people to continue with the consistency, which mm-hmm. we just talked about, you're still in the habit of getting in your vehicle and getting here yep. and being at the gym. But if you're that broken down mentally and physically, you have this performance care option that is actually going to kind of take care of you, mm-hmm. get the blood flowing, get you feeling a little better. Yeah, maybe there's someone else at the gym that's feeling just like you are and you guys can do it together. Yeah. Um, and... I mean, just as an example for those of you guys that haven't seen it, this week it's a 15-minute row, um, and then we got kind of a mix of some static holds, accumulating three minutes in a plank, bar hang, doing some wrist rocks, hollow hold stuff, just some things that'll almost repair the body. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of laugh at the term active recovery, but it's really what it is. I mean, just low, steady-state cardio um, some static movements to just kind of prime the body and hopefully that tomorrow you'll be um, you'll be feeling a lot better mm-hmm. and ready to go. But again, if sometimes you just got to suck it up and bring the intensity, mm-hmm. tell yourself like, I don't have a lot to give today, but I'm going to give everything I got. Yeah. That's all you can do. Um, and if you are, if you don't even feel like you can give everything you got today, well, you should probably just do the performance care package. Mm-hmm. Um, or performance care, sorry, not a package. Yeah. Um, and go from there. So, um, the one last little, the last little piece I'll add to that is, uh, as I'm thinking about it, is kind of going back to relative intensity and how like day to day that could be different. But uh, we're gonna touch on this on a future podcast. But thinking about what what does my stress, my diet, and my sleep look like mm-hmm. in the the day prior or the two or three days prior and some tools you can use to kind of monitor that and, and figure out where you're at. But that's all things to be considered. So look, rabbit look hole. for that. Yeah. yeah. That's a total rabbit hole. Talk about that for, that's a black hole. A long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Looking forward to talking about that though. And in, in the future, what's um, the last piece we want to do coming to the gym. Fun. Yeah. The most, well, I'm not going to say the most important piece. I think I've said that about all three of these. The most important piece. Yeah. Uh, fun. So obviously we've covered kind of the the two key components as far, components as, far as getting results. Um, but at the end of the day, 
uh, a lot of times, even as adults, we tend to maybe get a little too competitive mm-hmm. with scores and <laughs> this and that and competition. And sometimes you just have to step back, take things for what it is, and remember to have fun. Yeah. Ultimately, if you're if you're not having fun, I mean, that's kind of the difference between this gym versus a global gym Mm -hmm. is you're not trying to hide from people put your headphones in and kind of just like do your own thing you're here because you want to have fun you want to talk with your friends work out get a sweat um if you're have if you're not having fun you're doing it wrong kind of thing yeah come in and expect to have fun and for me it's it's like having fun with other people or I put it as suffering with other people is yeah. way more fun. Way more. Than I, doing maybe not more myself. fun, but more tolerable. <laughs> yeah, way more tolerable. <clears throat> so, yeah, fun. One of the, the key components of the tripod. Yep. I think... So, consistency, intensity, and don't forget to have fun. Um, hopefully, that pretty much wraps it up for today. Hopefully, you guys got a little bit out of it um do you have anything you want to closing remarks add um something i can think of so some things we are going to talk about in the next podcast that hopefully you guys will be looking forward to uh we're going to be talking about the importance of goal setting uh and not just having goals but what we can do to kind of put systems in place for those of you that saw the Instagram post we put up a couple days ago, love that quote from uh, Craig Groeschel. Um, goals do not get results, systems get results. So kind of how we can put those goals into play so that we can actually reach them versus just having a goal doesn't really accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll, we'll kind of hit on that a little bit more. If you guys have any questions, again, you can text me and ask. We can cover it on the next episode. Um, You can be anonymous or known. Uh, We can shout out your Instagram handle (laughs) if you want. Uh, So shoot us questions if you guys have any. Uh, I think that's it for today. Yeah, I hope you guys get a lot out of this. It's fun to do um hopefully a way we can kind of interact and yeah if you if there are questions that come up throw them out for sure all right awesome well that is uh episode three of the volta collective and the first um episode for our series making the most out of your volta athletics experience that's it for today until next time see ya